0: Well, here,
1: Mark, when it first came out, sent me a link because you could give me like a, a limited time pass or something, mm-hmm. and I completely fucking forgot about it.
0: Well, they've screwed around, and some developers have been talking, and the developers are basically saying that the reason why they didn't go to Stadia was because Stadia tried to lowball them in coming to their service. Of course. So, and the Everything, other thing Everything's that, about money. Everything. All of them said was Google was notorious for jumping off of products. You know, bailing out. And so they figured, what's the point in doing all the work? When yeah. you guys are just going to bounce away. When you guys are just going to bounce out. So, but, and now everyone's clamoring saying, well, Doom got pushed back. And that's one of the hard hits for Stadia. But Doom Eternal... hmm. Why didn't couldn't they release 2016 Doom? It's still not on Stadia. I mean, that's hmm. that's it's like what the hell? Like you're gonna clamor that the the newest game's not on there when they haven't even put the old game on there yet.
2: Oh, I, I are we recording? We I'm, are recording. I have some words to people about uh, not porting old games. See, they they always when a new system comes out, they always put Resident Evil Four and Skyrim.
3: <laughs> on every fucking
2: system. Those are the two games. I'm sure there's others, but those are the two that I think of that they always push for. I would like some older fucking games like Mortal Kombat 9 maybe because the only way to play that is on 360 and PS3. And that's a very good game.
0: So. Well, I I get it. Like, you're not going to have every game day and date day one. Uh, PlayStation will have all PS4. Mm-hmm. As w- as of right now, we know that that's what they'll have. And, you know, Xbox is going to have everything that's been on Xbox One, including the 360 and original Xbox. So I can finally use my Night Shield Republic disc? You can. It's about goddamn
2: time. <laughs> can I play Advent Rising, or do they still not have a license for that? Still no license for that. God damn it. <laughs> Advent is not going to go anywhere but Steam, pretty sure. Well, right. I have Steam. Let's do this.
0: But still like if you uh-huh. if you look at Stadia, Stadia is trying to be, you know, the end all be all. But to do that they have to have You have to have content, you have to have games. Exactly.
1: That means you got a wheel and deal.
2: <laughs> and it can't just be Resident Evil Four and Skyrim, goddammit.
1: <sighs> well, finally, unlike you, I finally was able to break away from RE four. I mean
2: unlike me. I just bought Resident Evil 6 and I almost regret it. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. (coughs) I'm
1: I'm one bullshit (laughs) boss fight away from regretting purchasing this game, but I will still spend many, many hours on it.
2: What's keeping me there is actually the Mercenaries mode. Right. Uh, I don't know if it was on the console version. It was probably one of the free DLCs released, but No Mercy Mercenaries is so (laughs) much goddamn fun. Regular mercenaries, you have to build up a combo, and you get more points. And the more right, points you get, you right. get ranking. And you
1: have to get the the hourglasses to increase your time.
2: Yeah. And you have 150 enemies you can kill in a, in a seven minute time limit, depending on how many crystals you break. Blah blah blah. No mercies, nor no mercy mercenaries. That's hard to say. Uh, you have 300 enemies to kill, and they are spawning. That's
1: almost double. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're spawning constantly, like fucking constantly so you cannot run out of a combo unless you just really suck okay it is so much fun that's where the combat the gameplay of the game shines is in mercenaries okay and we we're playing as ustenak but nobody plays resident evil 6 anymore so it's pointless
1: right well i remember did you and i play through together Sometimes.
2: I feel like... I played that game with a lot of
1: people. I was like the whore of Resident Evil 6. (laughs) Hey, you want to fight Ustanak with me? Mm -hmm. Better bring protection. I'll be be Sherry. (laughs) (coughs) Remember in Resident Evil 4 when she's climbing ladders? You could look up her skirt and she's like, Ah! Pervert! Ah." (laughs) Pervert! And you're like, Hey, I'm Leon. Hey, you're the president's daughter. Hey.
2: Best Resident Evil game. Pour it to everything.
1: Uh, What's funny is I was watching gameplay the other day just happened to at the very end spoiler alert you have to escape on a jet ski right through the tunnel
2: <laughs> Hold I, like, on. I like how that quantified or that qualified for a spoiler alert
1: I know but in-game jet ski content. But I didn't know you could do fucking flips on the thing.
2: Oh, you didn't?
1: No. I beat Resident Evil 4 so many fucking times. Probably, I've probably played through that whole game ten fucking times. I never knew you could do flips on the jet ski.
0: Wave race, eat your heart out.
2: Actually, I mean, you can only do two flips in the game, but you should... I'm going to show you some shit as soon as we're done here. Uh, there is some there is some shit you can do in Resident Evil 4 that is awesome. Like the Ditman glitch. For some reason, one gun in the game, if you aim it at a certain time, switch to another gun at a certain time, you run double speed, and you would not believe the game-breaking shit that you <laughs> do. You can skip entire boss fights with it. You run that Really? Fast. Yes. Hmm. Like, okay, you know, uh, in the castle, you have to fight the two Elegantes at once that are just all BDSM for some reason, and there's a lever in the middle you can pull?
1: Oh, yeah, and the floor opens, and he falls into the molten yeah. steel.
2: You can skip that whole fight and never even spawn them. Really? Really? You do the Ditman glitch. You climb up a ladder, and there's a little uh, a zip line you have to go down. You you go so fast that if you zip line down it twice, you just go through the fucking wall, <laughs> and you can just walk around to the door. So it's a broken ass game. It is a very broken game. Hmm. <coughs> you can skip most of the entire island by doing that.
1: Oh wow, the uh, the island is pretty much the last third of the game. Yeah. Uh, it starts off in the village, then you move to the castle, and then
2: the island. You ever notice that, how all Resident Evil games have, like, a three-act structure as to where the fuck the game takes place? Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of- In the first one, you have the mansion, then the residence, then the lab.
1: I mean, the basic outline for any story has three acts.
2: Not Shakespeare plays. They have five acts.
1: I said, for almost any? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Uh, Help me out, guys?
0: Right.
2: Yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Someone's got my back. <laughs> right.
1: You, yeah, eight, eight you're, all, you're all right? All right. It's okay? Okay. Come for your
0: daughter, Chuck. I, I wish, <laughs> I really wish Stadia was going to do or shake up the industry a little bit, but all it did was kind of... Exist and then stop existing. It, it made everyone yawn for a minute. Everyone no, it, like, it still exists. It's technically not even out of what they consider beta form, I think. I don't think okay. it's officially oh, wow. launched yet, but... Uh, Yeah. Did you ever get the correct controller you wanted? Yeah, I got the. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got the blue or whatever it was, the launch edition controller. And it had the Konami code on it? No, it never did. None of them had it. Oh, what was that? Oh, sorry. Uh, That's old
1: news, but the guy that created the Konami code died a few weeks ago. That's depressing. I keep forgetting to bring it up. You brought it up. Congratulations. I did it. I did something. The Konami code's an Advent Rising.
2: Yeah. What? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right.
1: BA. BA
2: black. White X.
1: But speaking of, if you can see my face right now, uh, it equals mind blown. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I think Go- I was just reading Google actually took one of the lead heads on God of War, huh?
2: Please tell me it was David Jaffe
0: for their new studio. It's a, it's a Yaffe. It's a si- it's a soft J. <laughs> it's a soft yeah
2: It's the guy who uh, made uh, Twisted Metal and God of War. Hmm. I love... That man is my fucking hero because he, he does not care for the, the sy- system, the game-making
1: system. Right. He doesn't like the conventional steps, one, two, three game.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Much like Axe. Anyway, <laughs> uh, and I was also reading, NVIDIA is kind of in a weird spot right now with their GeForce. The GeForce Now uh activision blizzard of course have already pulled availability of all their games on it so you can't stream those games and some indie developers i was reading are in the mix of doing that as well they're kind of mad because they're not going to get money from GeForce streaming their game but at the same time GeForce <coughs> isn't like streaming their game for free GeForce is actually streaming a copy of the game that you own. You have to log into your Steam account and stream your own personal collection of games. And these developers are getting upset with GeForce now because they're not getting any cut of that. Mm. But yet, if you buy a game on Xbox and you take that game over to somebody else's place, you shouldn't be charged another fee to play your game someplace else. Exactly.
2: That's what drives me fucking crazy.
0: All G-Force is doing is offering a service. It's offering, you know, the ability to be able to use your game that you've already paid for someplace else.
2: It's, it's fucking rational. That is how it should be. There is no reason to double charge someone for something they already bought. Right. That's why I think it's fucking madness that if you buy a disc version of the game... Because it the game downloads nowadays. It just downloads to your thing. That's why it has a 50 gig update. That's the game.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's why I think it's insane that if you somehow lose your disc, you shouldn't be able to just play it as it is. You've already paid for the license. Your disc proves that.
0: Well, <clears throat> but that's that in turn turns into the whole debacle of your game is just a license your your
2: disc is just a license.
0: Yeah, your well your disc is just the license for the game. If you buy the content digitally, they hold on to the license for you, but you can't redistribute your license. Mm-hmm. If you have the disc, you can redistribute your license and do with it as you please. But doesn't that now mean you have to pay for it? Like pay to do it again? And in in a sense, yes. You would have to either buy the disc again if you break your disc. It's just idiotic to me.
2: I mean, I get it, makes money, blah blah blah. Well but. it's it's, it's anti piracy
1: is is their plan.
2: Yeah, right. well the GameCube did that too by making smaller damn near impossible to pirate discs.
0: Right. I remember But then that. they they made it people made mods for it, or made hacks for it where you were burning DVDs and people were copying in them. Copying and and burning them on those and playing them on their game cubes, mm-hmm. just taking their game cubes out of the cases and playing them that way. So, I mean that's that's a double a double edged sword. It I mean is. you're always going to find a way around. There's no way to keep your console online as of right now. Knock on wood, mm-hmm. and run a completely pirated console. That was just like back in the day on the Xbox 360 with JTAG consoles. You know, people that could burn their games and stuff like that. There was a big ban that went around when Xbox was going around banning people. And I... Yeah. Myself included, you know, I had a modified Xbox 360. I had a a 360 that I could play burnt discs and stuff with. But in the end, I just thought it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth the extra risk and all the headache to go through.
1: Well, mine got the red ring of death. (coughs) That's why I eventually got rid of it because it... I bought the kit. We talked about it before. I bought a kit off Amazon for ten bucks. The X clamp, mm-hmm. and I installed that, and it worked great for another few months. And then it went out again. And after that, I remember
2: that. I remember that whole fucking ordeal. Yeah, and
1: after that, I was like, nah, don't worry about it. Well, I mean, it sucked because I didn't have the cheap games anymore. Because yeah, yeah, I was doing it wrong, but I don't do it anymore.
0: But don't you lie to me? The Whatever. GeForce Now experience. It is basically you are renting a computer server. Uh, it is, I believe, it's ten dollars a month. Maybe it's cheaper than that. I'll have to look. But with the GeForce service, you basically log into their server. You go and access your game. It downloads it your game onto one of their servers, and you access it, and you can play it. There is a free version, and it limits you to, like, you can only play in, like, 1080p definition, and you can only play for an hour at a time. But if you get, like, you pay for their tier, like, you get, like, six hours uninterrupted mm. at a time. Maybe it's eight, six or eight hours uninterrupted time, and it does it in ray, with ray tracing. Hmm. It'll stream it to you with ray tracing and, and the best components. So, I mean, I can I can see the appeal for that. You don't want to go drop money on a new PC. You just pay them, you know, a couple coins a month, and you don't have to worry about upgrading ever again.
2: I'm kind of down for that, but I, I have to ask. I watch basic bitch wrestling in whatever definition that comes in on my phone and it destroys my gigabyte usage. What the hell is ray tracing going to do?
0: I'm, well, if I, it's I, if it's streaming in 4K, the image itself, the quality itself, will still stream in 4K quality. So if you're streaming in 4K with or without ray tracing, it shouldn't make that big of a difference in the... Because all the compute power is done on the other end. Right, uh, you're just streaming you're just, the data. Yeah, you're just streaming okay. the video signal at that rate. So, I mean... It it really it really lends to the the factor of is 1080p good enough for you? And in a lot of <laughs> cases, a lot of people will say yes. I mean,
2: honestly, like 480 is good enough for me. I don't <laughs> care. I'll I'll place it on the original Xbox. I don't give a shit. Well, right? I, mean, I think that's the
1: highest even, output. Even um, Netflix only streams at 480, right? That's the highest it streams now.
0: That streams in 4K HDR, Dolby Vision. I think you're making up words. You're, taking, you're talking about... He's talking about 480i, interlacer progressive. You know, the 480 is way under what a 1080p signal yeah. is. He's talking about a way dumbed down like CRT TV could run at. Pretty much. Okay. So, but yeah, I I can see the appeal for GeForce. Not really for sure what Activision, Blizzard, and the, and the indie developers, I'm not for sure what they want Out of that service They want monetization out of it apparently Mm -hmm. But since there's no like They're not Selling the games themselves I don't understand what monetization They could really approach from that Well if it's
2: streaming then you know there's going to be advertisements in there
0: Well Not necessarily Google the Stadia streams And it doesn't have advertisements the same with xCloud xCloud streams I have no advertisements Whenever I monkey with it It's just the straight game stream. So, I mean, yeah, I I could see eventually they get to a point where if you're playing the free, like you have to sit through an ad before you get to your game. right? But as it it stands right now, there's none of that.
1: But, I mean, that's how it works. That's how they make money. Right. I know it's pretty obvious, and I'm stating Mm -hmm. the obvious, but that's how it is. I'm surprised it took YouTube as long as it did to end up getting monetization like that. But that was until it got bought by Google. Yeah, but
0: say
2: I was just Google.
1: Right.
0: Well, I mean, it's got to pay for itself somehow. Right. Yeah. I mean, it really does. i and I'm-
2: for the most part YouTube is kind of worth it to sit through the ads, but I also like how they do offer YouTube Red, and I'm very happy to have YouTube Red.
1: <laughs> right. But I mean, and see, and th- that's just the mentality how everyone's different. You uh-huh. don't mind paying that subscription fee in order to Just completely get rid of all ads. Yeah, right. They're making money. You don't get ads. Hooray for you. I don't mind sitting through a 30-second ad. I'm going to hit skip anyway, most likely. And then if you get on the Play Store Mm -hmm. or something, there's all kinds of apps that that claim they can skip the ads for you. It'll be like like YouTube ad blocker and stuff. So, I mean, (laughs) it's just depending on what you want to put up with. And personally, if it's a channel I like, I will make... A point to sit through the ad because I want to support the channel, mm-hmm. and that keeps me from having the, If it's a channel where I don't necessarily want to buy their merch, you know, and I don't want to be a Patreon or whatever, yeah. I'll just watch your ads. Hooray! It's just I, easy for me. I don't mind yeah. it.
2: I don't mind it. Yeah, it's funny because I guess that makes you more patient than me. I didn't, maybe I've just sat through a few too many of them. Because for a while there, when when we got YouTube red, it was getting crazy. Ads were, half of them were unskippable. They were between 30 seconds and a minute long. Uh, I had it at times where they would even, as an ad, they would play entire hour and a half long. Yes. That is
1: ridiculous. That still happens on occasion. Most ads, though, if they're unskippable, most Mm. of the majority, they're only five seconds.
2: Yes. And that wasn't so bad.
1: And then it wasn't until not too long ago they started adding mid-episode commercials. Yeah, I know. So you'd be watching you'd be watching an episode of JonTron and mm-hmm. it'd be like 28 32 minutes mm-hmm. and halfway there'd be ad beginning, middle and end. And mm-hmm. I think the reason they do that is because they get more of a cut if they do the mid if they do the mid break. Mm-hmm. You know, they get a bigger bigger cut. That Once again, <clears throat> you're not going to make any money on YouTube unless you're getting a lot of views. Yeah. But even then, even a fraction of a cent with a few thousand views, you know, and you keep putting out uh, content every day.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, you know, with a few thousand people, you can support yourself. You, I don't think you can necessarily build a channel that, like Dude Perfect. Who? Nope. <laughs> that's what's funny. Because we, we were watching Dude Perfect and look at some of their videos because uh-huh. Trayton was watching it and just stuff like that. And we're just thinking, these guys just get the fuck off all day, make videos, and then... You know they pay their editing team. They're like, "All right, we're leaving." You know they they film Uh for two hours and then go home. Like, you know, deadline's Friday, as they slam the door on their way out to their fancy ass houses. You know, (laughs) I mean, I get it. That's the dream. Oh yeah, that's the dream. That that's that's the
0: end goal. Um, you you mentioned not too long ago you went over to Super Mega Replay, right? Yeah. What were you looking for when you were going in there?
2: Uh, PS2 games.
0: Uh, when you search for PS2 games, like, do you have certain titles you're looking for, or are you just in there? A just of both. I, you know, that's the other th- the other thing about video gaming is is there is kind of a split in video games. You have people who want the latest and the greatest, and then you have people that want everything behind that. And
2: I want what's the most convenient, the the ratio of most convenient, most fun, and most worth my fucking time. And lately <sighs> that ratio is kind of getting unbalanced for me because of the, all the online bullshit that I can't do.
0: Well, and that's... Well, <clears throat> the good thing about playing off of a PS2 game is, is you never have to worry about an incompletion. For the most part, you can almost put a PS2 game in and start it and finish it. Not necessarily sometimes in one setting, but you know that the game is there for you and it's in a complete, the complete package is right there. Mm-hmm. You never have to worry about DLC or, right, you know, patch notes <laughs> did, or anything did else. Did Metal Gear
2: Solid 3 Snake
1: Eater have DLC? I don't remember.
2: Not DLC, but it had a, I believe it was an Xbox port called Subsistence. Something like that.
1: That sounds familiar.
2: That was two. No, no, Metal Gear 2 had it as Metal Gear Solid 2 had it as well. Yes, I I remember that too. Part 3 had it, and there was like some bullshit monkey chasing. Yeah, and the. You could get a banana suit if you beat it or something. And the
1: monkeys had little uh, red Klaxon lights (laughs) on their head.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Kojima. (laughs) Dude is a fucking lunatic. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah. I've been digging through. Well, I've been digging through old NES carts and stuff like that lately. Mm-hmm. I stopped by that place A and A in Olney Illinois, and Luna picked up a, a GameCube, a Naruto GameCube game of all things, what? and <laughs> a Wii game. But I dig through his NES and his Super Nintendo games and stuff like that while I'm in there. And it's some it's the price on all that stuff is so varying. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh I've got to a point now where I've got two places on my phone that I live by. Mm -hmm. And if the price isn't even close, I usually don't even touch them. And I use uh, price charting, which is usually pretty spot on. And then I also use GameValueNow.com. Okay. Uh, And I check all the prices and stuff like that before I buy anymore. Just so I can see kind of where the market is, and sometimes I'll throw it in eBay as well. Uh, When you you don't look at... No, I
2: literally just went in Super... I I, I sort of fibbed. I went in because I was looking for uh, specific cables for the original release version of the PlayStation 2. Uh, I don't have the right cable that goes with it. I think it's a cable that you can use with both the original PlayStation and the PS2 that Mm -hmm. first launched. I don't have that cable, and I don't... I think I got too distracted to actually look for it. Mm-hmm. Right, I got it. But uh, I ended up getting a shit ton of PS2 games. I also found an entire shelf, not even kidding, a six-foot-long shelf of people who did not want Taken 2, the the movie. <laughs> yeah, it was just piles upon piles of Taken 2. Um,
1: and and oh, I wonder what Mega Replay gave them for because... Like, if you if you only get a couple copies, uh-huh. you know, and then they sit on the shelf and you resell them eventually, yeah, you you might have gave a couple bucks in, uh, you know, like, store credit or whatever, but yeah. when you've got, like, 25 copies of the movie, like, uh, best I can do is 10 cents. Right. Because <laughs> you're not moving copies. Best I can do is take them
2: off your hands, get the hell out of my store. They're, right. I have taken your taking. Can,
0: I can save you two steps to a trash can <laughs> is basically all I can That's do. That's about all I can do. <clears throat>
2: Well,
1: I think we went over there, and we were just messing around because we were in Evansville, and we were with Chuck and Candace and that's when he picked up one of the NES minis. Yeah. And it was on sale. I think, oh, yeah. I think he got it for like 20 bucks. I feel
2: bad because I've seen him play it, and I was not impressed by it. I thought I was going to love it to death, but it's just kind of a thing.
1: Well, I, there's like three games on there that I even consider playing
2: yeah, you're not a huge Castlevania fan, and that's. I'm not a Castlevania
1: I fan. On. I don't like uh, Ice Climbers is on there. Don't care. Uh, it it yeah. does have. Did it have Life Force or? Damn. It's got Super C on it.
2: Super C is awesome.
1: No, and I hadn't played I Super C. No,
2: it didn't have Life Force. or the Wii yeah. has Life Force? Man, I can't remember. Did it have R type?
1: It might be R type because it's a side-scrolling shooter. I Think so. I That's used the to fun with
2: the tank that can drive on walls or some shit, right? Gradius. Yeah, You're it's Gradius. gradius. Uh, yeah, it's Gradius. Okay.
1: Which I mean is just exactly like Life Force and any other. <laughs> I mean, they're all fucking shooters <clears throat> Right. Um, and then now what I was impressed by actually is we played a little bit through Double Dragon.
2: Nice, the original. And
1: I was so because Im- I remember playing Double Dragon two at my friend's house when it first came out, and that being the biggest thing on the planet for about eight minutes. You know, but I definitely remember, because me and Chuck played it, I was actually very impressed by all the fight combinations you can do. By switching the way you hold the buttons, you can do a kick or a punch. And so there was actually a good number of fight combinations. That's cool. And I was actually impressed. So I had a lot of fun playing that.
0: I, I was watching uh, my life in gaming. They've got a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and one of the things that they were talking about, you know, even with the NES controller, limitations sprout potential or possibilities. Like in Castlevania, whenever you use your special ability, you have to hold up and then hit the whip button. Yeah, to use su- your special items. That
2: always drove me nuts. That uh, Super Castlevania is the only one that maps using an item to a separate fucking button.
0: But we didn't have a separate button on the NES.
2: No, no, no. On the NES, I understand. I, right. I, I get that. Well, I mean, technically, you could have used Select if you really wanted to.
0: Well, true. But, I mean, yeah. in in gaming at the time, Select was not an option. You know, Select wasn't in the frame of uh-huh. use this button to do this. Right. There are some games that use Select as a, <clears throat> you know, a functioning button oh, beyond uh, pausing them. Yeah.
1: JonTron did one. It was Night Watch or something?
2: Oh, I think that... Uh,
1: <clears throat> I could look it up, but (laughs) you had to use the select button, and it just, it became absolutely awkward to use, Mm -hmm. and you would, you'd use it in the inappropriate time, you didn't know how you were doing, it just, it was absolutely super complicated. It was one of
2: those obtuse games. Yes. It's a puzzle game, basically. What was that?
1: He played another one, damn, it was a Conan game, which was a port of another game called Myth, Myth or something, and to jump, you push down on the Uh D-pad, but to pick up items, you have to push down on the D-pad. So if you're picking up an item from a killed enemy near a cliff, you won't pick up the item. Your guy will jump to his fucking doom. It's like, who who
2: took the time? Mm-hmm. Did
1: they even consider what they were doing when they mapped these buttons?
2: A lot of times, no.
1: <laughs> that can be mm-hmm. the only answer. They gave it to a monkey. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, he's like... <laughs> and he just was hitting buttons and then game complete.
2: It's amazing how, how bad some control... Uh... Layouts are even
1: that'll ruin a game.
2: I mean, nowadays it's pretty universal. There's very not strict, but it, it's a universal language. It's, as to yeah, what buttons do.
1: It's like. standard. You know, A is usually jump. Especially first-person shooters, they're yeah. almost all identical. But
0: I, I bought. Uh, well, I sent sent you guys a picture that I'd bought Castlevania three for the yes. NES. It was in good condition too. That's in damn good condition. Mm-hmm. I bought it on eBay, and I was. Very reluctant on buying it from eBay just because of how many counterfeit cartridges and stuff uh-huh. there are. But yeah, I've I've got it again now, and I'm I still haven't tried it. I need to hook up my NES and give it a whirl. Uh, but it's definitely one of those games that will always be timeless to me. All mm-hmm. the Castlevania games really are, in a matter of sense. Even Simon's Quest. Yeah. Simon's Quest is he, even though that game was so damn up its own ass, <laughs> it really is like you had to have Nintendo Power back then to beat that damn thing. So, I haven't actually guys told you guys yet, but because I have the Castlevania collection
2: and I was bored the other night, I booted up Simon's Quest for the first time ever.
0: Oh and my god, I have
2: been playing it.
0: Do, 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 I
2: actually think it gets a little too much shit. I'm not saying that it's not confusing as fuck and obtuse and unbelievably. It is up its own ass. Yeah. But the base gameplay, it's kind of fun. Even the uh grinding loop, which you guys know I hate because yeah. I never stop bitching about grinding. It's a little addictive. Right. In that case.
0: I like the Nightfall shit too, because everyone always complained yeah. about that how much tough more tough the enemies and stuff got, but I I always dug that. I thought it was something cool.
2: Well, okay, people say that, but I without knowing anything about the game, took me 10 minutes to get a fully upgraded whip. Everything dies in one hit. Right. It, the, the grinding is now that. It's lightning fast. Simply because I went from town to town and found shit I wanted. Right. The invisible walls get a little nuts at times, but...
0: Fuck it. <laughs> right. Well, and...
2: That's just the NES. Zelda have that shit.
0: The cool thing, too, like... About collecting old video games and, and digging through all that stuff is some sometimes more of the memories are more, yes. more of what you you're digging for really than than the game itself in a lot of sense because hell there's been times I'm looking through shit and I'm like oh man you know I just bought a stack of games the other day at a disc replay in Evansville and or not in Evansville in Terre Haute and I picked up like Batman and I don't even remember what all NES games I picked up, but like as I was digging through them, I was thinking, you know, I was sitting there thinking about the times I played all that shit Mm -hmm. and just the memories of playing all those old games and stuff like that is sometimes worth just as much as buying the old game again.
2: I kind of agree. When I went to Super Meg Replay, I bought exactly two games. I bought God of War 2, which I love just because it's a good fucking game and I'm pissed that I never actually got to beat it. There's a stupid puzzle that I could never figure out, but whatever. Uh the other one was a terrible game that's amazing if that makes sense. It's the Hulk game based on the movie The Hulk from 2003. Okay. It is surprisingly still really good, really? Yes, the cell shaded graphics don't age as well as like Wind Waker, but it gives it a very very unique style that I love.
0: It's it's kind of weird too. PS2 was right after that whole, you know, PS1 games are very muddy. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is, you know, Sega Saturn and PS1 games and even Nintendo 64, which I just bought a stack of 64 games. You know, all those games were super muddy and super, you know, polygonal. They were Mm -hmm. polygon uh, flat and just didn't really look that great. Yep. But PS2 was kind of like whenever they finally perfected all that. PS2 and the GameCube and Dreamcast even at that that level is where we have that level of perfection in it. And I would say Dreamcast
2: really... in, in some games actually did it better than PS2.
0: D- fuck even Sonic
2: Adventure has some really great looking character models. Right. For, for the time. Well, in... Especially in like chaos. Chaos is a being made of water. How the fuck do you do that? I don't know, but they did it. Right. And it looks good. <laughs> right. I don't know how, but they succeeded. <laughs> Fucking black magic and witchcraft, but... Right. Well... Goddamn it... cat. <laughs>
1: Sorry. I, I know people can't see, but my cat Kiwi's been up here hey. on the table while we were recording like six times.
2: And now he's pouncing on shit on the floor. It's
1: a Lego piece.
2: I think he's high. Is he high? You feed him too much catnip?
1: No. They're, we're We are a catnip-free household here.
2: But it's legal now.
1: but yeah uh sorry on the on the state level not the federal level right and i get to choose
0: It's, it's user discretion
1: it's employer discretion this is a federally mandated household so we catnip free get it through your dome
0: 2020 it's the stance he's taken Also, next month it'll
2: be next month it'll be 20 20
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's Steve's birthday. Four twenty. Hey, mine's four twenty seven. Word. Collecting old games and shit like that, like Dreamcast games, are starting to get to a point where they're expensive. Saturn games are insane. I don't know why. Uh, Sega CD is kind of up there too.
2: I would imagine Sega CD's quite up there because they didn't produce a whole lot for it.
0: But the good thing about a Sega CD is, is you can burn them straight to a CDR and play them in your Sega CD. <laughs> Every copy's copyable. They didn't have the restriction on... Sweet, sweet piracy. Yeah, piracy works on the C- Sega CD. <laughs> uh, 32X is kind of in that some games are expensive, even though there's only a handful of those out.
2: Mm, yeah, Shaq Fu.
0: Yeah, and I just... <laughs> Uh, I just watched Steve spend uh was about twenty five bucks for Wario Woods for Virtual Boy. He found really? it with the booklet with it. Which was rare. They had a virtual I know, that's boy. That's Nintendo
2: where it didn't make have anything. Right. Alright, I'll but shut up. <laughs> for,
0: they had a Virtual Boy in box for four hundred dollars.
2: That's about what I would expect for that sort of thing. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean that begs the question. Is it truly worth four hundred? To me, no. Well, no. But to, and that's the weird thing too. Like, you're going to have pure collectors and stuff like that who are going to look for that. Mm-hmm. They had Bomberman 64. I'm not, a, I can't remember which version of it. Still in the box. Still shrunk wrapped from factory. Three or four hundred dollars.
2: I mean, it ain't worth that, but I will tell you I loved Bomberman 64.
0: I I don't know. It, like,
2: It reminds me of Mischief Makers a little
0: bit. Really?
2: A little bit. I think it's the art style. Yeah. I just I love it.
0: We're in like even a copy of, like Ocarina of Time for mm-hmm. the sixty four. Uh gold cartridge seventy bucks isn't that unheard of now. And you know, I can't find mine now, so I'm like reeling trying to find another <laughs> copy of it and yep. I'm playing the eBay game for it right now. Yeah, it's collecting now is starting to get kind of odd cuz shit that you used to be able to just go to a yard sale, a yep. flea market, yep. people get them, are, get them for 2 bucks a pop.
2: Yeah. I know it. I fucking know it.
0: Well, and and the stuff that that, that you wouldn't figure has got any value to it does. Mm-hmm. Weird odd stuff that you didn't think, you know, would matter much is what the stuff as people are wanting now.
1: Well, we forget how fast time flies. If you if someone If you were to tell me right now, like, oh, it came out like 30 years ago, in my mind, I would think 1970.
2: Exactly. It's hard to imagine Mm -hmm. that Ocarina of Time is 22 years old.
1: Yep, I don't think that. No. You know, it's like, oh,
2: yeah, it came out like seven years ago. Yep.
1: I'm just saying that's just the way my mind works. It's not purpose. It's just not on purpose or purposefully.
0: It just, I don't know. I'm stuck in the 2000s, I guess. I don't know why. I'm the same damn way. gaming collecting though is one of those uh, the market inflates itself sometimes because there was that time for a while Final Fantasy 7 if you got you what they call a black labeled PS1 game non greatest hits is basically what it is black labeled PS1 game people were given 40, 50 bucks for Final Fantasy 7 now I see them for 15, 20 bucks Mm -hmm. online all the time Mm -hmm.
2: it's funny you mention that but there was a place that in Mount Vernon before it shut down called Joe's Records uh, in the mall yes it had Final Fantasy 7, all the discs on PS1, not greatest hits, for twenty bucks, and I I damn near picked it up because I always mm-hmm. wanted to play it. Didn't I don't do know it. why I don't know why I didn't.
0: I picked up two copies. I I spent. Uh, this was actually in what they called a vintage stock, and vintage stock they're all around like Kansas City area. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, they may be other other places and stuff like that. But I picked up a copy of Final Fantasy 7 Black Label in one of those, and gave. I I want to think I gave like 25 or 26 bucks for it, and it had all the discs with it, and they were in good condition. But there for a while, like all those games that like you thought were gonna be sky high, and then it was just like everyone was like, "Well, hell, I've got one of those. I'll throw it on eBay." Yeah. So now everybody's flooded the market with all that shit, and everyone's like, "Oh, we we don't have to spend like 50 bucks for these." There's like, mm-hmm. if we don't win this one, there's 700 others on the market now. Yep. Because everybody thought, "Well, hell, if we can get 50 bucks out of them. Might as well." So I mean. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. like the fact that people are digging out their old stuff and putting it up and, you know, cleaning out old closets or getting rid of old Johnny's old games and stuff like that. Uh, but at the same time, there are some games out there that are harder to get a hold of and they're going to sit in somebody's collection and never be played.
2: That's the thing. Because you're talking about collecting.
0: You're talking about purchasing to play.
2: Yes. Uh, yeah. The only time I will ever buy anything is to play it. Right. I, I'm I'm very pragmatic that way. Like in Brewster's million
1: <laughs> Brewster's Millions uh, uh-huh. when he had to buy it when he bought that stamp. And they're like, ooh, that, <laughs> that breaks the rules. He can't buy it to collect it. And then they look at the <laughs> – so he spent, what, $250,000 on a rare stamp, which he used <laughs> to mail the newspaper clipping that contained what he purchased. Like that was an awesome move. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs>
2: but I see your point. I mean <sighs> – I, I, I'm pragmatic that way. I'll only buy it if I'm going to play it. Right. Which I haven't, I don't always get around to playing it, but I'm like, oh, one day I will.
1: Well, right? you were talking about saturation. There's so many games out now, so many of them that seem cool, so many that you have yep. fond memories of and you want to play again. It just, there's too much to do. And then you also have to go to work, pay your taxes, pay your bills, fix your car. Oh, the roof's leaking. How do I wash my clothes? My washer exploded.
2: Well, I'm a fucking man child, so I do none of that. <laughs> That's a lot. I, there, all of that. I know.
0: There are two different kinds of collectors, though. There's the collector who's going out for the pure value, mm-hmm. and then there's the collector that's going out and getting what he wants.
1: Well, I would say there's a third. Well, I guess the, he wouldn't be a collector. I was thinking of the guy that's looking for the best deal so he can resell it
0: and make a buck. But he, he, yeah, he's probably... Not really collecting, he's just flipping then. Yeah, right, so I'll just shut up because I don't know what I'm talking about. But there are those people that that are completionists too. Like, I've I've seen people online and stuff like that say that they are going to collect all of a certain console's games. You know, like Atari 5200 games are not as hard as, you know, trying to collect all of the NES collection right now Mm -hmm. or even Super Nintendo collection. You know, I mean, there are some low bars that some people will collect for... That's not quite... Like the Atari Lynx and stuff like that. Even that thing is starting now to become a harder to find. Which like, it just, just seems kind of silly yeah, to me. Yeah, it's
2: because the Lynx was garbage. It That's, actually
0: wasn't. The Lynx actually eh. did have a pretty good lineup of games for it. The problem with the Lynx was distribution. The Lynx actually was a pretty neat piece of equipment.
2: I'm feeling like I'm getting consoles mixed up. Uh, you, the Lynx you, is a handheld brick of a thing... That had black and white graphics, correct?
0: No, it had color screen.
2: Okay, then I'm getting confused with something else.
0: You, there was...
2: They're all named after fucking cats, is what pisses me off. Meow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Ugh. even Sega's Game Gear, like... That's not a cat. It had decent, no, there's no cats on. <laughs> there was a Bubsy game for it. That's a <laughs> fucking Bubsy. Pilot's license, what for? <laughs> <laughs> I do stand
2: correct that I I have bought Bubsy one and two for the Super Nintendo. What the fuck was wrong with you? Just because I fucking could.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, uh, he does knock on the screen.
1: There was. Do you remember? I used to play at Tiffany's house all the time, Jumpin' jumping Jack Flash or whatever. Okay.
0: Do you remember the, that for the PS One? Yes. What a shit
1: <laughs> game it was, and I couldn't stop playing it. It was so addictive to me. It was so stupid. I understand. Oh, it was so stupid, but it was so fun.
0: So when you when you go to buy games. Is there ever a time you pick up a title that you're not genuinely interested in, you just collect it to have it to say it's part of a series, or do you collect solely because that is a game you will play and want?
2: Well, I did just buy Resident Evil 6, so... Which you've
0: been
1: playing nonstop since you purchased.
2: No. (laughs) Oh. I I played it, completed it, decided I never want to touch it again, but the Mercenaries keeps me coming back.
1: Well, I was going to say, uh, there's this really cool place, like Mega Replay or whatever, you can take it back there and sell it.
2: <laughs> yeah, once I get my collection of Taken 2, then I'll take I'll
1: it back. I will own every Blu-ray copy <laughs> of Taken 2. They were
2: the DVDs, which makes all the sense. Oh, about. okay. All um, right. No, it's it's a tricky thing because I will go to... I'll Every time I go to to buy anything, I will have a stack of it in my hand. I will have a stack of shit... And then right before I go to the cash register, I'm like, I'm never going to touch this. I don't well, need this. I'm never going to play that. That's
1: what a mature adult human being does.
2: Yeah, well, my bank account disappears anyway. <laughs> but that's how I, I shop. I I'll I'll pick up everything that looks good to me, and then I will make whoever's working that day their life harder by putting it all in one spot for them to rearrange Well,
1: later. everything you grab, you have to look at and say, does this bring me joy? Will this bring me joy? Nothing brings me joy. <laughs>
0: Actually, there are some games that can bring you joy. Well, you like were the Incredible Hulk. You were talking earlier. Just uppercut the
1: damn leader. Ninja <laughs> <laughs> kick the damn rabbit. That's what Freaking I was. Leader, yeah, I, I know. I what I know. I gotcha. uh, but anyway, not everyone is nostalgic. But people that have nostalgic feelings, they, they, uh, they revisit those memories, and you get a release of endorphins. You get mm-hmm. a you get a tiny high from it. Right. So. Because I'm like you, I'm pretty nostalgic. I'll think about shit from as far back as I can remember and get a, get a little happy about it.
0: But I just picked up both of the Ninja Turtles. That was another, two of the other games I picked up for the... Which ones? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1, and the second one was the arcade game for the NES. Oh. I just picked up both of those as well, and I hadn't had those in years. And both of those games are... The first one is not really that great. No, it's unbelievably fucking hard. It's unfair as shit. It's makes glitchy. Look easy. We're like yeah. your NES game because we can't be beat. <laughs> it's glitchy. It doesn't follow along with the original Ninja Turtles series I, at all. Yeah. Or you know, it was just pretty much like people seen the Ninja Turtles and said, "Hey, let's make a video game about that."
2: It's and like, "Hey, these guys have this other video game. Let's make them Ninja Turtles instead." And uh, oh, health pickups. We'll make that pizza. All right, it's a game. Slap it on a plastic lunchbox. Nailed. We're selling it. We're selling it. <laughs>
0: So, but those All games right, were Dr. still, it <laughs> doesn't matter how shitty they were, they it's were still theory. fun for this time. Like, both of those... Not chaos Theory, it's Turtle Theory. Both of those were really fun.
2: Well, it, it, it was fun because that's the only time you ever got to play as the fucking Ninja Turtles. Right, on screen. Exactly. Now that there's a saturation of, not necessarily the Ninja Turtles games, okay, Side story. Good Ninja Turtles games, right? So when when in 2003, the in my opinion, the best animated series of the Ninja Turtles came out cuz it was dark as fuck. It took a lot of notes from Batman the animated series and had a lot of dark subject matter. It got a little silly in the later seasons. But they released a couple games uh, up based on it for the original Xbox <clears throat> and I think the PlayStation 2. And I got the second one. I can't remember what it was called, but you travel through time. It's not Turtles in Time, but you do travel through time like you go to feudal Japan and fight the Shredder there and his armor looked fucking badass. You go to
1: Rokosaki.
2: You go to like a dinosaur arena in space run by Triceratop people. I don't remember what they're called. I know they're kind of
0: popular. Sorry. Oh, I've got a game for you to play then. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. It was on the Super Nintendo. It was called Turtles in Time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I played it, and it kicked my ass, so I vowed to never play it again. That
0: game's awesome. and it is, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's one of those I had as a kid, and I thought, man, I would love to play Turtles in Time again on my Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. but I'm not giving them that price for that. Oh, hell no. It's, and you know they re-released
2: it, but it sucked.
0: They did. Oh, for the Xbox or whatever? Or?
2: Yeah, it was, it was on... What was it called? It was stupid. They used, like, new Ninja Turtle graphics and...
0: Oh, they did? I didn't know that. I knew oh, that yeah. they re released Turtles in Time on Xbox and PS4, it, but I didn't know that they They went-
2: remade it basically with new like the new T M N T Turtles or whatever. Yikes. It was it was not good. Yeah. But no, the whole point I was trying to make was so you got this really advanced game and it's got these marketable licensed characters, and to show you how little they gave a shit, Josh came over and was watching me play one day, some ice level. And you're like, it is two thousand five <laughs> Why are all the platforms that you're clearly supposed to jump on perfectly square? There's no texture to them. They're just squares, and you have to jump on them. It is 2005. I've been critiquing games have, for a long time. <laughs> they couldn't have put a little more fucking effort
3: into that? Right.
1: They couldn't have tried just – couldn't they just discolored the next one at least? <laughs> <coughs> okay. Well, the, the only one I remember is I had Fall of the Foot Clan for Game Boy. I just had to look that up cuz I could not remember the name of that fucking oh, game. Oh yeah, I remember that game. Yep, yeah, that's the only that's the only <laughs> Ninja Turtle the only uh let's see, it released August 1990, so I got it probably 91 or 92.
0: Yeah, I think I had the same one.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a good game.
0: Yeah. There was only five levels in it, I believe. Yeah,
1: it wasn't very big, but I remember it being a lot of fun. But that's the only one. <clears throat> the only time I ever played Turtles in Time, I think was in wasn't that in the arcade for a while? Too? It, it was. was. That's the only time I ever played it, and of
0: course I got my ass kicked. So
2: I, I want to play it in the arcades. The Super NES version is bullshit to me, but I do want to try the arcade version.
0: I sure. actually really like the Super NES version. I, I like
2: I, the Super NES version of Killer Instinct, but it doesn't make it good.
0: Well, that's true. Actually, the Super NES version of Turtles in Time was good, though. Uh, there was also the Genesis version of it. But it wasn't Turtles in Time, it was... That's right, I remember hearing about that. I think we've discussed this before. Mm-hmm. But it had a couple different levels than Turtles in Time
1: did. Here, I can search it real quick while we're talking.
0: But yeah, um, and I never got to play... I think it's something Hyperstone or Hyperstone Heist. It's huh. something like that. Uh, <laughs> but, and huh. I've been digging through old Genesis games and stuff like that too here lately as well. Okay, I yes. have to ask real
1: quick. You nailed it, uh, oh. Konami. Yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Hyperstone Heist.
2: Yeah. I have to ask, what the fuck up, was up with Krang? Like, Shredder is your badass 80s intimidating villain, along with Megatron, Skeletor, and Mumra.
0: What the fuck is Krang? He's an interdimensional being. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I know he's from Dimension X, X. but yeah. what the fuck? I
0: don't like, know. I- like, you could see... Well, I mean, there's always been other movies and shows like that that have, you know, like, oh, well, our people have transcended having bodies and Mm. stuff like that. And, you know... And that's why he builds
2: himself a robot body. (laughs) Right. And then
1: then four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles kick his ass every week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, then he comes to our universe and sees... Or it comes to our dimension. Like, and bodies
2: and is like, damn, I got to get one of them.
0: And he's like, well, I'm a bigger brain than all those fucking brains. Surely I can outtake them. Mm.
2: I am looking. I do want the Terror Drum toy. I, I don't even like the Terror Drum. Techno I used to have one. I, th- I yep. thought it was fucking cool. And I had Crang, too. <laughs> yep.
1: There's a, uh, I seen it on Game Loot on YouTube years ago. Oh, it's a Crang yeah. belt buckle. It's a big, giant belt buckle that you wear, and it's praying yeah. inside of the suit, so it looks like he's driving you. I was like, all right, that's a bit much. Anyway, sorry, I was looking at screenshots of the Hyperstone heist, and there is clearly a fucking xenomorph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <as one laughs> Konami is very guilty of that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> shit.
0: That was in Turtles in Time as well. Okay. It's a part where you're on your surfboard thing in the sewers. Right. Right. Okay, well, I
1: just thought that was hilarious, because that's, I mean...
2: Well, if you remember, Konami also made Contra, and Contra's last level was all Xenomorphs. Yes,
1: okay, I do remember that. they
2: had a thing about ripping off aliens. And then, oh shit, what was it?
1: Uh, Predator Concrete Jungle. There's a Xenomorph level. Two Xenomorph
2: levels. Yes. I I could fucking play that game for hours. I don't care if it sucks. I had a lot of fun with that game,
0: too. What console do you collect for Mostly. Depends on what,
2: I, what I'm in the mood to play the most. Like, normally I'll collect games simultaneously, because I also thought about getting the original Mario Kart for Super NES while I was at Super Mega Replay. I thought about getting a couple original Xbox games, but I couldn't play them anyway, so it's no point.
0: Mario Kart, damn, that's a good game. But <clears throat> a lot of games that I thought were, like, the highest... Like, Mario Kart is one of those games that you know everybody and their brother had at one point. Mm-hmm. Or at least played at a friend's house. Yeah. And the same with Super Metroid. Super Metroid, I would have figured, mm-hmm. should have been a heavy, saturated, marketed game. But it goes for quite a bit now, too.
2: Well, you know why? Because even though it's, like, topping best game of all time lists now, when it came out, it it didn't sell for shit.
0: Not in Japan, anyway.
2: And ja- even here, it didn't sell that great. It, it sold... Uh, I think less than the original Metroid did.
0: That's kind of shocking, too. It
2: is. Metroid has never sold well. It sold, sells worse in Japan, but it just never really sold well until why. Metroid Prime. When Metroid Prime came out, everybody's yeah. like, "Whoa, check out this brand new franchise! They just came out." with. <laughs> Not really,
1: but right. <laughs> no, I got you. Um, well, we've talked about it. Prime was good, and of course, Echoes. Echoes is Echoes is, Echo's our is bomb. amazing. Echoes is amazing, but Prime is a lot of fun.
2: Echoes is the only Metroid game that I will listen to the soundtrack, damn near nonstop. That's cool. I fucking dig it. I dig Echoes.
0: Beyond Mega Replay, do you do you have any other places that you dig for old video games at?
2: Uh, I I did go to Joe's Record for it shut down. Um, Excuse me. I've...
0: Which I kind of consider that another Mega Replay in a, in a matter of a sense.
2: If I'm desperate enough, or if I, we're going that direction anyway, I'll go to GameStop. Right. Because they, they've normally got something in there.
0: And now GameStop's website is selling old games.
2: Yeah, that's a tricky thing, though. Uh, I, I try not to buy online from them, because if you read a lot of customer reviews, they're not that great. I Like, I bought a Super Smash Bros. Melee for my girlfriend for a Christmas present, because that's her favorite game Boy, or GameCube game. So I bought that for her, but I read all the reviews for it, and I decided to make the take the plunge anyway but they were all not too kind to GameStop over it they're like "Uh, it doesn't even work I need to send it back a lot of them did just did not work
0: huh I've I've yet to try their their vintage used market yet I've 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 not even not even bought anything from their mm -hmm. old old game catalog and eBay is eBay is such a gated thing in a lot of ways because they want they want top dollar for their stuff a lot of times. And even yeah. if you get somebody that, you know, has got a bid, like you you don't hardly ever want to bid on anything anymore. And I don't I don't hardly bid on anything anymore. I usually just do a buy it now mm-hmm. and you know, or make an offer. I will make an offer on games and stuff like that. In fact, you know, that dude wanted thirty bucks for Castlevania three and I was like, Well, he's already charging five dollars shipping, heck I'll throw twenty twenty bucks at him. And see if he bites and he did, and I've got it for twenty-five bucks. That's cool. Um But a lot of people they want the top dollar for their game. And I'm like, so you're telling me that the game that is the plastic's faded, mm-hmm. the artwork's faded and ripped, and says Jose on it is worth <laughs> the same as this dude's who has the book. The dust cover for his, it. his
1: is still in the heat shrink wrapping or whatever yeah. in the box and he uh-huh. only wants 10 bucks more than you and you're gonna tell me that this thing that i can definitely tell has had coffee spilled on it <laughs> is worth the same
0: and smells of smoke and and <laughs> can't you I, gotcha.
1: I clearly see a cockroach climbing out of it right now right and reminds you're gonna me, ship it to my house
2: reminds me of a joke from uh fallout new vegas you meet Danny Trejo, and he's a ghoul. You know, his skin's rotting <laughs> off and all this shit. And he's wearing a jumpsuit because he's, you know, Mexican. His mm-hmm. jokes. But he's like, uh, you you ask him, so, why does your suit say Miguel? Your name is uh, Raul. He's like, I don't know. Maybe because it belonged to or, uh, Miguel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's It's funny.
0: True. <laughs> sure. But... And that's ultimately the worst thing is there is a gatekeeping to all this old games now is because... I would never touch eBay with a 10-foot pole for anything
2: ever. Just saying.
0: I do because if you're a buyer, you are well protected. Selling on there, pucker up your butt cheeks because you may just get taken (laughs) for a ride. Right. I mean, it used to not be that way. It used to be fairly middling. But now it's, you know, if you buy something it's and you don't like it within like so many days, you can send that shit right back and cause a stink and they'll give you your money back. I've never done that. I did one time. I had a game that I I've bought. I've never done that except for that time I did. Well, I'm saying I've never made a stink, but I had one time where I bought a game. Uh, it was Mortal Kombat 9. It's a good game. And they said it was the yeah. Ultimate Edition that had you all like the... Mortal Kombat had all the DLC with it because uh, there's a version that has all the yeah, DLC yeah complete edition yeah with a K with a K and well, that's catchy I bought it with and got it that's and clever. it was not the complete edition and I emailed the lady back mm-hmm. I emailed her back and said like this is not the same version you sold me I didn't even I didn't even get the I got the package on like a Tuesday and didn't open it till like Wednesday night when I got home from work emailed the lady and told her, Hey, I bought this and it's not even and she's emailed me back saying, You probably already played it and beat it and I was just like
2: Uh Well, I think that's your problem right there is that you bought it from a woman.
0: <laughs> no, it has nothing to do.
2: <laughs> I had to I had to.
0: But she went back and forth with me over it and I'm like, I I just wanted the complete edition. Do do you Uh have that one? If that's the case, just swap me. I want the one that you listed. I just want what I purchased. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, you put a
2: picture on there. I want the one that, (laughs) you
0: know. It's clearly in the picture. And you could tell she did not use... Mm -hmm. She used just the random... Like if you go to eBay and you go to be if you're selling and stuff and posting, yep. you can use another person's image. Right. It'll say, "Is it is what you're selling this?" Mm-hmm. And you just click. Well, yes, it is. And she and that's probably what she did. She made a mistake. But I was looking for a certain version of it, and so I told her, like, I I, I want my money back because okay. I was looking for it's a certain version all of advertising, it. Advertising,
2: basically. Right. Whether she knew it or not.
0: And at the time, money you know money was money to me at that time and if i was going to get something i wanted my money's worth out of it yeah but it should always be like that if i pay f- if i pay you know if i pay for a blue bike i want a blue
1: bike not sonic <laughs> blue
2: yeah and and to be fair the complete edition it really is worth it. it it's worth the extra few bucks because not only does it come with all the dlc everything in the game's unlocked
0: well that was the other part too was i paid for the complete edition because mm-hmm. the complete edition was going for like 14 15 bucks the regular version was going for like 8 or 9 so yeah. it was just kind of like, why would I pay the extra money for the not complete edition? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I sent it back. She gave me like a really hateful email over it. And I was just like, we're adults. Let's try to act civil and stuff like that. And she just blah, 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 blah. And so That's eventually report her. I did. Yeah, good. I had to. And, and I felt bad that I come no. down to that. Well, that it came but, down
2: to it, but you did the right thing.
0: Right. But that is the worst thing about going and buying stuff on eBay. That's just one of the horror stories you know, of dealing with eBay is is if you don't get the thing that that you're you're hoping for, mm-hmm. and you have to turn around and have that transit or have that. That's why walking into a place like Vintage Stock, walking into Mega Replay, Super Mega Replay, you know, all these places where you can physically see exactly what you're getting. Yep.
1: You still have to double check though, because I've purchased some just offhand from resale stores, <laughs> and that. <laughs> it'll be the complete edition box. Right. And they'll go into the drawer cuz they keep the game in a little paper in a sleeve and a separate thing so you can and they'll steal. grab the one right next to it on accident and throw it in there and then you get home and you still have bought you
0: still bought the wrong fucking version. Case in point, Steve and I went into the place you were talking about in Joe's Records. Yeah. And he picked up Tasmania for the Sega Genesis in the case. We made it all the way back to Fairfield, and he opened it up. It had cellophane wrapper on it. Opened it up. No card in there. Nice. No card, And we were just both looking at each other like, what the hell? <laughs> so from now on, after we, because we do, they still are some places like Disc Replay that will put cellophane wrapping on it. You know, it's basically so no one tamper with it. Yeah. We open that shit up when we get out to the vehicle.
1: That's that's a good thing. Or I would open it right there at the desk in front of them. Right. Is, if you have the receipt in your hand, open it up, and then when you find it, mm. be like, what the fuck is this?
2: Right. I Honestly, one of the biggest regrets I ever had collecting and purchasing and selling was at Joe's Records. Right before they closed, like a week before they closed, they didn't announce anything. He, he even had boxes in the back that he was unpacking. But I decided it was time. I, I collected a... I got a box, a big-ass box full of all my old uh, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, and other games that I just didn't play or didn't want to play. And there's only two games in there I wish I did not do. But easily, hundreds of dollars worth of shit, and I'm like, I'll probably get more out of it at Joe's than I will at GameStop.
1: Right, GameStop's going to give you bottom dollar for it.
2: Exactly. Joe said, uh, okay, I'll give you give you 30 bucks cash or $35 store credit if you spend it right now. I'm like that is morbidly fucking disappointing. I gave him rare fucking games and and good versions of them, very good well-kept copies.
0: Like Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2?
2: No, I don't like Donkey Kong Country. Oh. But that's a lie, I love Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave him a uh, Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero though if that counts. Yeah. That's one of the games I regret giving up because that game is ridiculous and I love it. But I I just felt like I was never going to play it again. It was just sitting there collecting dust, so I said fuck it and got took the store credit and uh, bought whatever. But I the very next time we went in there, Super Mario Bros 3, my Super Mario Bros 3, cuz you know, I I could tell with the distinguishing marks right. on it. 55 bucks. Wow one out of dozens upon dozens of games I gave him was worth almost double what he was going to pay me for all of
0: them. Because he's seen you as just another Rube walking mm-hmm. in, and he's just like, well, this guy ain't... And the bad thing is, is you know that's the reason why his business tanked, too. Probably, yeah. I mean, nobody ba- buys Super Mario Brothers 3 for $55 now. Mm-hmm. It's a $10 title at most. That's sad that I've gotten to the point now where I can look at a game and go, that one's probably about 15. You can determine its value. Uh,
1: But, I mean, it's not sad. It's no different than a car collector or uh, an antique collector, and they can look at something and discern the designer or the builder and be like, nah, I can't give you what you're asking for it, but I can do this.
2: I feel like I can do that, but I don't know what with. But Pizza probably <laughs> that's have, an $18 pizza I have to taste it to test its value but that lowers the value of it all, all best day.
1: I can do is it $15
2: best I can do is eat the fucking thing in front of you <laughs> but it, it just I don't know it, it kind of felt like a blow to the ego because he he did do us good quite a few times he gave us a lot of good deals and cut us a lot of breaks but
1: well I mean at the same time too maybe that's why his business was tanking
2: could be <clears throat> I, mean, I,
0: don't, I, don't, I don't want to discredit him or anything like that, but it's more of... He, he really
2: of, was a nice dude. He yeah. He didn't feel fake in any, any regard. He was just... Maybe he knew it was going under, and he's just like, all right, let me get the shit out of the way. Right, right. Just
1: whatever. Whatever I can do. I understand.
0: I, I don't. That's the bad thing, too, is, is whenever you get to a point in your business that you are just <sighs> drudging through it, you don't have the passion for it anymore... You just drudge through it and you try to either, A, make the most money out of everything that you get or you're you know so bored with it you don't want to take the attention to. Well,
1: that's why you have a going out of business sale. You try to you try to liquidate your stock so you can at least limit your. Uh,
2: and if he had, I would have been in there and I would have bought half the goddamn store myself. That's what I mean. You and your zop- stuff back. And <laughs> I would have I bought at least those two things back. Probably Contra too. I gave him Contra. I don't know why.
1: You'd have at least tried to get your money back for sure.
0: But that's the thing, too, is, like, all those old video games, they're only going to be worth what people will pay for them. Everyone will say, like, you know, uh, Castlevania 70s of the Night, worth a lot of money. Not, I can play it. Not really, no. Actually, it, that game is really good. No, it's amazing,
2: but uh, that's the thing. It's one of those other games that's ported to every fucking thing.
0: But that's my point. Like, you can play it on a PS4, yeah. an Xbox One, an Xbox 360. Like, there's other ways to play those games today. Mm. Sure, they're not, you know... ...on the original hardware that it was intended for. But In some it's cases, still... that's for the better. Right. And but, but there is there is something, though, about having it on the original mm-hmm. console that you played it on. That's just like a Mario 64. Mm-hmm. Mario 64, you could play it on the Wii U. You could play it on... I imagine, eventually, we'll get a Switch port of it.
2: It's on the 3DS remade.
0: Yes, Eventually, we'll get to a point where you can play Mario 64 in a handful of different fit ways, but it'll never be as magical as it was on the Nintendo 64.
2: And you say that, but uh, I'm not disagreeing. They're, they're porting Doom 64 to every console now.
0: Right. Oh, I just purchased it on... Yeah,
2: I'm about to. As soon on as I Xbox. get the chance, I'm about to, because that game is, is...
1: I would consider getting it for the Switch. <clears throat> my son hardly ever uses his Switch anymore.
2: Get it for the... Uh, Xbox, I'll buy it. I don't give a shit. I'll buy it multiple times. That game is mm. in my top list.
1: Well, I'm glad you like it so much. Isn't, I that, do. isn't that weird like too? Though like,
2: like you, that's fine.
0: That <laughs> Nintendo has always like. There's no, you know, PlayStation, you know, with a name title here. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of super blah blah blah, Super Metroid, Super Punch Out, Super blah blah. And then you, you put know, a
2: 64 after for the next generation.
0: And then Nintendo moves the. 64. And, and, you know, we don't have that anymore, but Nintendo was such a name that their system belonged on a box title with something. Right. And that's crazy. I
2: love it. Duke Nukem 3D wasn't Duke Nukem 3D. It was Duke Nukem 64, son. Right. Right.
0: And, you know, that, that may be for the best that we don't have that anymore, but that was still kind of a that was kind of a pinnacle moment, like...
2: It, it, was, it was kind of a hallmark of the generation.
0: Right. Like, cultural icon, per se?
2: Yeah, it was them swinging their dick around, saying, we're Nintendo, we're the best, we know it. We've been around since the 1800s making card games. But, the, you know, Doom... Final Fantasy Seven. No, it's Final Fantasy VII 64.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always kind of wondered what a 64 version... A 64... <clears throat> Final Fantasy game would have looked like. Have you not seen the test footage for I it? I have. It okay. wasn't that good looking. No, it wasn't but the test footage was from Final Fantasy 6. Uh, yeah. It wasn't from 7. Um,
2: fucking Kefla.
0: Kefka? Kefla. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another one of the Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. God damn. That was such a fucking amazing game. I played it on my phone. I bought it on... No, on my
2: iPod. I bought it on the uh, Apple Store, and I had a blast with it.
0: That is a, probably one of the best RPGs ever made. It is really
2: good. I, I, I know you don't like turn-based combat, and that's fine because you're lame. Not really. But it's really good. Super
0: lame. <laughs>
1: Super ultra mega
0: uber lame. You know another game series, too? F-Zero. Like, we don't fucking get any more F-Zeros. F-Zero.
1: Actually, um, I know we don't get more, but I was playing F-Zero because we had the uh, Super Nintendo online Nintendo package mm-hmm. or whatever. So I was playing F-Zero, and I was not really kicking ass as much as I used to, but I was doing pretty damn good for not playing for 15 fucking years.
2: Considering it's nothing but a parallax racing game.
1: <laughs> right, but it was so good. I mean, it, 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 was, it was no different than Mario Kart. It was just faster. It was faster paced.
0: Well, they say that that's... Better music, too. That was There's basically the forefront for Mario, Super Mario Kart, or Mario Kart, was... Mm-hmm. F0 it was basically nothing more than a test to see you know okay
1: so they did F0 and they said hey we can program this we can do it and it, people are playing it yeah mm-hmm. let's throw let's throw a... Bowser on a fucking
2: throw the Mario in there
0: <laughs> it's me Mario honestly though <laughs> as far as racing games are concerned Give me I mushrooms I think F0 <laughs> looked better than Mario Kart did It definitely did yes
2: well and, it also had a more unique look to it to begin with because it was a sci-fi city and not you're on mud surrounded by generic yellow grassland it Mario
1: Kart I mean yeah it could. looked better but at the same time I mean Mario's Mario Kart's <laughs> aesthetic worked for the game
2: it did and I think the gameplay itself of Mario Kart's more fun because you have more options like there's more to do
1: the, right there's power uh, f1 f for uh f, <laughs> f1 oh my god I can't even talk anymore
2: f0 it's just racing and, and right, you, and you, you got you get a boost. You build yeah. up your
1: boost, and there's there's boost arrows. But uh, you know, like you say, Mario Kart, you could you get the blue shell. You, number one's going down, man.
0: <laughs> it's
2: all down from here.
1: Yes, number one is going down.
2: Oh, have you seen uh, the new Inferno Plus video?
1: No, I don't even the guy know who made that. Cursed Halo. Oh, I'll, I'll check it out then because I love he Cursed made Halo. he made Halo Kart.
2: Oh no! Oh man, you, Mark, you he gotta ported, check this guy out. He ported Halo er, Mario sixty four maps into Halo, made a, a custom Mario Kart kart for Master Chief. It's mm-hmm. Warthog. Warthog, obviously. yeah. But it's like Double Dash. There's a person on your back, and <laughs> oh man, the per, it's two players per thing, uh-huh. and they can fucking the shit he pulls off. Okay, I you gotta see it.
1: This guy's amazing. He, uh, I'm not gonna dwell too much into it but he made he made a version of halo called cursed halo and everything is just silly and ridiculous it's all impractical everything's hell. impractical um but the crown jewel in my opinion <laughs> is the d20 hand grenade
0: oh shit so it, <laughs> if you
1: play in on pvp it deals a random damage between 0 to 200 so i could throw it at you and it may do nothing or it may completely kill you in one blast In the campaign, it has, I think, a 100 different items of what it does. Yeah. Uh, It can give you a power-up boost. Uh, It can spawn trees.
2: It can spawn a pack of hunters. It can... You can throw the grenade Um, and
1: then just, boop, there's 20 hunters in front of you. And you're like, oh, shit.
2: My my favorite thing that this grenade can do... (coughs) It's so stupid. So stupid. You throw it, it explodes... And all the fragmentation pieces are handguns that are just going off and bouncing. <laughs> and then all the, the guns the are bouncing place. and shooting everything. <laughs> nice. My favorite weapon in this whole map pack. First off, the pistol. Uh, it shoots backwards. It's it's pointed at you. It's a
1: throwing pistol. You can't yeah. shoot it because you'll kill yourself. You have, you have to, to throw, throw
2: it. <laughs> uh, but my favorite weapon in the whole fucking map pack is the sniper rifle because yeah. it's flaccid. <laughs> you, you aim it and. <laughs> and it only has a one-zoom magnification. Yeah, so it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. It, it just,
1: just it just brings up the scope. The overlay. the overlay, but it doesn't zoom in. And the barrel's flaccid. So if you move right,
2: the barrel swings left. Mm-hmm. And so oh you, can't, you can't hit shit. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Even this standing sc- still, when you fire it, it just goes off in a fucking random direction.
1: <laughs> it's completely worthless. Uh, he made... Now, then he did a serious video real quick where he was using Halo 2 to build his own custom map. And it's just funny to...
2: Oh yeah, it was cool too. To
1: the the thing he said about it, because the video's like thirty minutes, and he shows you going into the programming and how to make the how to make details and make the landmass and map out everything. The funny part about what he said was the programming tricks that they used to get Halo Two out in time. He goes some of the patches and software that they use to make that <laughs> game, he's like, you would never have thought of using that unless you were under a time constraint.
3: Yep. <laughs> he's
1: Because he's like trying to get water to work is like rolling a D20, trying to get water texture and sound and stuff because the way they built that game from the ground up, it is all patchwork. There's There's no solid <laughs> engine they built and then made the game from it like, they threw a bunch of patchwork code together and then built a game to get it out in time. And just the way he said that, it just kind of blew my mind, because I used to play the fuck out of Halo 2.
2: Yeah, and it seems like a pretty stable game.
1: Right, but, and it is. Yeah. But <laughs> building it was just, it, I mean, it's it was built with duct tape and baling
0: wire. EA? <laughs> EA can't even fucking uh, do that with a cohesive fucking... I would say, they're right. a
2: patchwork company, so anything they try right. and do is, is going to be butchered.
0: I think a lot of their shit was just frostbite. Like, they've got so much fucking pounding on A lot of their modern shit.
2: Speaking of, have we heard anything out of Blizzard as to the legal bullshit that was going on?
0: Uh, <laughs> on what front?
2: I can't remember. There
0: something was a, something in employee. Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, I remember... Nothing came of it. People backtracked and were actually going back and saying, "Can I get my Blizzard account back?"
2: Yeah, it sounds about right.
1: <laughs> so they all they all stood up in uh, unison and said,
0: "No, we're not going to do this. We're not. We're not going to let you guys do this. You guys are being mis- m- mistreating of the, f- the, the the human race. And and
2: then they got and tired and went home and wanted to play World of
0: Warcraft. <laughs> <You> guys, <laughs> and they were, were like, hey, "Can I get my <laughs> account back, please?" Hey, you guys gonna be on Diablo later? <laughs> I'm, I'm bored.
1: Oh well. I... <laughs>
0: It, it, it's no different than the the video game manslaughter of I hate your PS4 and I hate your Xbox One and then later on it's uh, man, well we even had a friend who did this who went on the the random going I'm not fucking buying an Xbox it's old DRM fuck that and then within the last year he's like so I bought an Xbox and I was just like what the fuck hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, the, yeah, I didn't I get to that. play Halo Five and Four. I'm like, well, <laughs> was all that fucking talk about fuck Xbox,
1: right? So
2: should have waited for the Steam version.
1: Well, and then it was. I mean, all of us were on Xbox. Yeah, yeah exactly. so it's like, who have you been playing with this whole time? Mm-hmm. Myself.
2: I don't have time to play with myself. <laughs> Thanks, Duke Nukem. Fucking Randy Pitchford. What Sorry. did he? <laughs> <laughs> what
1: the? Fu- <laughs> 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 and I don't know. Where I was like. Fucking crows. <laughs> just pissed about birds. Damn seagulls. I've been holding this in all day.
2: <laughs> no, just, man, how do you fuck up Duke Nukem?
0: Pretty easy. you let fucking Randy Pitchford. Exactly.
2: <laughs> you let Randy Pitchford get his grubby fucking claws all over him and ruin an entire <coughs> very good, what could have been a great Aliens game so he can make a below average Duke Nukem game. And Borderlands. Borderlands, okay.
0: Borderlands 1 and 2 are good. Borderlands 3 can suck my fucking nutsack. (laughs) I hear that from
2: everybody except for Dustin. Dustin loves Borderlands 3 because he has not played Borderlands 1 or 2. I bought it for
0: Steve for Christmas because we both were in contingency of (laughs) we are boycotting Borderlands 3, and Steve is one of those guys who will go out and buy every fucking game. And I thought... I know the one game Steve didn't buy himself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a gift idea. <laughs> Should have anonymously gifted it to him with a little pink bow. Well, I see him online once a well. while. He was
0: playing it yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. he had like yeah. sixty hours or so, or forty hours, oh, somewhere man, it's, in it's there. A, it's a free fuck. game. Why the fuck would you play it? <laughs> right, but we had a shit ton of fun in Borderlands One and Two. Yes. Those games were fucking exquisite, and even the pre-sequel wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. But after all the the nefarious shit that that dude was pulling, and and the, the deal with the whole claptrap, like... Yeah. If you can't get claptrap to be in this, then I don't want you.
1: Right. Like, fuck That was you. the only reason I ever played the other ones,
0: now if, me- meeting all the
1: claptraps.
0: Now, if they would have went through and said, like, you know, claptrap, the dude who voiced claptrap, there was something wrong with him, I could have been like, all right, I understand. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's going to work together well, and you're going to have discrepancies like that. But all the dirty stuff that that dude's done along the well, way... Well, I mean,
1: no one likes to do
0: work and then not get paid for it. Exactly.
2: So I've been watching a channel lately from a guy named Sivvy. He just reviews first-person shooters, and, and everything he ever says circles back to how much he hates Randy Pitchford. I like this I'm, guy. I'm not joking. You're like, this is a guy everything. I can hang out with. He'll he'll do the same thing I just did. He'll be like, yeah, Skybox is nice. I bet fucking Randy Pitchford made it. <laughs> <laughs> Just he's, everything circles back to Randy he's Pitchford. He's
1: playing Goldeneye, and there's there, <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit of lag on the 64. He's like, I bet Pitchford had fucking input on this
2: game. I guarantee he did. Uh, I bet Randy Pitchford has a fucking thumb drive <laughs> containing all the frame data.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh.
1: It's a scapegoat, huh, Blaze for Everything? <laughs> it's
0: it really a pretty is good dude. one. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the fucking but. dinosaurs would still be here if he wouldn't have fucked up.
0: <laughs> uh. We were talking about Final Fantasy. They actually released the demo for FF7 Remake. Really? Is that I had just good? heard that, yeah. yeah. I haven't... I'm going to try it this weekend, and I'll get my Do thoughts it. next week on it. Do but it. Yeah, it's nice. definitely one that I'm I'm kind of pumped for. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of scared what they've done to it.
2: I, honestly, the I, I thought about picking it up, but my problem is actually the graphics.
0: That they're too good? No. They're,
2: <laughs> they're too generic. They're too Final Fantasy Seven, if that makes sense.
0: Uh, shit. To me, it does not. I don't. We're gonna have to have a Final Fantasy podcast someday because I could tell. Ta- I I could talk about Final Fantasy for days. I but... think you'll be on it by yourself because <laughs> <laughs> I'll was... be on it for half an hour. Yeah, it's not my not my uh not my bag, baby. A cup of tea. It's not my bag, baby. Really. They had me up till ten, and then I fell off. I didn't play thirteen. And then... Did you play thirteen no, 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 two no, 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 Dirge of Cerberus? No, no, that was not 13 I t- uh, They had me... Uh, I don't know them. 12 is the one I didn't play. Oh. Which I do own now on PS2. Thank you. Uh, uh, what's the name of the place in Terre Haute? Vintage Stock. Not Vintage Stock. Uh, replay. Mega Replay. Super sure. Mega Replays, other other alternative store. I bought Ultra it there. Ultra Mega Replay. Uh, Ubermensch. <laughs> but... Niche, the store. <laughs> Final Fantasy Twelve was one I didn't play. We don't play. sell anything. We don't care. And I went to thirteen. Thirteen was the one that I played. It was okay. I had low expectations for it, so but it ended. Lightning. Yes, but it ended up turning out not too bad.
2: John Trump made a video about it called uh, "Final Hallway" because the game is so fucking yes,
0: linear. Yes, it is very fucking linear. Final up, to, hallway. <laughs> up to Up to Watch about, out for opening doors. <laughs> up to about ninety percent of the way through the game. And then it opens up a little bit, and you've kind of got this open world to kind of stagnate the through. The final boss is, you have an open world now. What do you do? How do you
2: deal with it? <laughs> you, you go back into the, the whole way. <laughs> you just cower. Right. You cower in fear.
0: It ended up being not that bad, and 15 ended up being pretty good, too. It actually kind of shocked me a little bit for it being as kingdom heartsy as it was. Okay,
2: I have a words about... Fifteen. I, all I saw was all the promotional material and that the new movie came out and it looked pretty cool. Why are they driving fucking convertibles in like the Nevada desert and they're all like a biker gang or some shit and what? Yeah, you're way off the mark, but I, I, I understand. No, Mark's over here. Oh, hey, Mark.
3: Hey, how's it
2: going? <laughs> no, what little <laughs> I've seen is them driving in a convertible and they all have like leather on. Which
1: they, they, ran, they run out of gas and they have to push the car for a little bit. They do do that sometimes.
0: I, it is confusing I can understand that
2: it's just the the, the aesthetic of this one's a little weird
0: well
1: I mean when you've made 15, 18 games 27 games it's funny
2: you mention that because all of them under 7 are all like pure fantasy but then once fucking 7 shows up now it's all sci-fi and shit
1: well I think that was why that was why 7 stood out because I mean it was it stood out because
2: Sephiroth had a fucking 9 foot sword and he yeah, fucking yeah no shit him.
1: what's the name of that sword I forget
2: I don't know, but his Larry. song is awesome.
1: I don't think it's Larry. It's, I mean, it's
2: Lawrence. It's classier.
1: That's a good
0: guess. Larry's a good guess, but I, I don't think you're right. It's Steve the Sword. It's Mo. <laughs> Everyone was obsessed with Sephiroth for a long time. Sephiroth. Yeah, <laughs> he's the one-winged angel. I <clears throat> and I didn't understand why they were so fucking obsessed with him. Because Exactly. That's what drove me
2: fucking nuts. What was the deal? He's just another anime dude. Yeah. After seeing his final boss battle in 7, I do kind of get it because I've never seen a character who's barely in the game so fucking hyped up.
0: Right. Well, Mm. I mean, he does come through and do some pretty nefarious shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh,
1: nefarious. That's a word I don't get to use often enough in my daily... I've, I've, I've been dive.
0: sitting around with that. I've, been, I've had it pulled up on my screen for months now and I finally got to use it. Nefarious. <laughs> nefarious. Check marked off. Force use you, it 2020. Used parchment and Harlot in the same yeah, sentence. Yeah, I was going to say... You got amazed. <laughs> Mind blown.
1: Parchment. Oh, what an awesome word. Fair <laughs> he has his own orchestra following.
2: Actually, he does. Yeah, yeah I every,
1: know. Every, yeah. I know.
0: But, and... Halfway through the game, he does... Well... I guess can you have a spoiler on a game that's old, but they're remaking? Dracula's in Castlevania. There you go. <laughs> okay, but he kills that. <laughs> Cloud Ar-
1: Strife is in. He's okay. a character in Final Fantasy VII.
0: But he kills Aeris. Or Aerith. It
2: depends on whether or not you Aris, give a shit about Japan. It's, <laughs> I was say whether right. you're from Japan or not. <laughs> it's
0: Aerith in Japan, in Japan, and it's Aeris here. Mm-hmm. So, and I wonder how they do that in the game. It may be sword, I assume. A character well, yeah. turns into a swan, right? It, no, no it, that's uh.
2: from a fucking star bomb. Yeah, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, no, if 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 anything is like, so you're saying civilism.
1: i so you're saying I'm getting my information
2: from a, <laughs> from a poor source. I wouldn't say secondhand source because you know. No, I don't. Oh g four one oh f- <laughs> That's all I
0: got. Gotcha. Just secondhand news. But it... <laughs> it's gonna be weird just for the fact that there's going to be a lot of expectation from Final Fantasy 7 you know if you've played the game you already know the story as it goes but do they make it more coherent than what it was to begin with if, right. Yeah. The, I mean the yeah. story
1: was
2: there but it was like a
1: lot of it it was way convoluted and it was all mm-hmm.
2: what I do love is how the the first trailer alleviated everybody's fears and showed that yes Cloud is gonna dress like a fucking chicken this one too. <laughs> cool, cool. Now, there's a section you have to go to a brothel and you have to dress as a woman and impress the the, the head owner of the brothel.
1: Can the head owner see his Buster sword? <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fact that I've never heard that joke before. <laughs> I'm sure it's been made, but I've never heard it before. Right. But um, actually, I wrote yeah. it
0: just now. <laughs> You don't even keep the Buster Sword. It's your first sword you start with, and it's the first thing you get rid of. Oh, Is shit. it really? Mm. Is it like
2: Jill's knife in Resident Evil Three? Probably. Or the knife in any Resident Evil game. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and into the box you go. <laughs> nice knowing you. <laughs> I I am excited for the remake, though. I kind of wonder if they're going to. Originally, when they announced that game, it was set up to be episodic, but they've not said much about that here lately. I think episodic would not
2: be a bad move. I think episodic would be a pretty good way to go about it. It it just fits that particular game better, but I don't know. I'm not really the biggest fan of the thing, so I I have no say.
0: I, well, I was talking on Twitter with some folks, and they'd mentioned Final. F- what what game would you want to see remade? And a lot of people did say Final Fantasy VI. Because Final Fantasy VI is the... It is the definitive Final Fantasy... Okay. It's like A Link to the Past, really. Yeah. it It is... It has got the good story. <coughs> it has got characters that you care about all the way through to the end. that asshole Frog. Fuck him. And... Frogue. Froge. You really do feel like they did care about that game. Like, there wasn't that... You know, is sprite-based. Mm-hmm. But the characters I had depth to them. I mean, you really did feel like you were you were in that world. It was a good fucking game.
2: It really was. <clears throat> and personally, I, I think I do like Kefka more than Sephiroth as a villain. He's just fucking goofy and Over out the there. top. Uh, do you remember Zant at all from Twilight Princess? <sighs> no, not really. Well, he's like that.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I completely know what you're talking uh, okay. about. Okay, uh, Cicero from... Skyrim.
1: Okay. Brotherhood. He's a lot like... Yeah, King. yeah, okay. He's, that, he's That's a good one, because I know
0: Cicero. Let's poison the fucking water supply and... Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a
2: fucking goof, but he is just maniacally evil at the same time.
0: He's actually the number two in charge, and he kills the number one in charge to become... He moves himself <laughs> right up the ranks. Okay. It's, uh, it's okay. Afro
2: Samurai rules. See, he, he has the number two headband, and... The, I'm gonna shut up. Okay, <laughs> I
1: love Afro Samurai. It was fucking badass. Y'all,
2: one good episode of it. Whatever.
0: <laughs> you don't even know. Okay, so uh, I I kind of want to go through like uh, Goodwill and stuff like that sometime and look to see because I've heard a lot heard a lot of people say like that's where they get a lot of their good game deals.
2: Um, online. Goodwill, Goodwill does Will. have good. Online. Yeah.
0: They have a Goodwill online. It's mostly through Amazon, but yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. What the hell?
2: Yes.
1: I guess it's the 21st century, dude. You learn something new every day. You know what I learned just a minute ago while we were talking? GameFly is still a thing. What? Yeah, there's a, the website's still up and everything.
2: You Need to like get games from them and not return them. One
1: game or movie out at a time, nine fifty per month for three months.
0: Oh, never mind then. They want money. Monetization.
1: That's ridiculous, being a business, renting out games and movies oh, Yeah, why don't they
2: just send you fucking advertisements Like no, everybody else
1: No late fees, cancel any time. Huh. <laughs> you order and then cancel <laughs> <laughs> uh, I definitely thought about it I, I'm sure they have a way around it
0: They got smarter than the, what they were in 2006 So they got smart at all? Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, you're gonna have to use a card That's got your name attached to it, dude
1: But I know I've told this joke before, but I remember going to Mark's house. It was after school. We went over there, and he's like, dude, I got Final Fantasy VII. And of course, I would never even heard of Final (laughs) Fantasy. But, so I'm holding up. I've got the game case. The old PlayStation hard cases. And I'm looking at it, and it says like, I know I've told this joke in here before, but I'm not sure, so I don't really know. I'm going to stop ranting. But it's like, over 40 hours of gameplay. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my god, you'll never finish this game, dude. (laughs) You'll never beat it. And then... Fast forward to today, and if you take Skyrim plus all of its DLC, it's like 650 hours. Yeah, no And shit. I've been through Skyrim and the DLC like six fucking times. I've wasted half a lifetime playing Skyrim.
2: Well, what's funny, though, is that Skyrim, it takes like in in all honesty, maybe two hours to beat the main campaign. In Final Fantasy VII, that 40 hours is the main campaign. Right. There is not... there. There's side missions, and there's other shit to do, but the main campaign is... Front and... Forefront and number one. You said, Wait, you said how many hours for Skyrim's campaign? Your mama. She's your mom, too. <laughs> She's a whore. About two hours. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> I like that joke, but I don't think the podcast is the best place for it. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Well, I know there was a speed run of the Skyrim main campaign, mm-hmm. and it was 42 hours. It was two guys, and they were competing to beat the Skyrim main campaign where you beat defeat Alduin and uh-huh. and do all that. And the, the second guy was only like a few minutes behind the first guy, and I think it took something like 40 or 42 hours.
2: Really? Yeah. I've seen an under an hour speedrun of the main campaign.
0: I don't think they were doing... No okay. glitches and, and hacks and, or cheats? Right, they uh-huh. weren't doing
2: anything like that. Like, I can list on maybe both hands and maybe a foot the missions that are required for the main campaign cuz there ain't much so they must have been like trying to complete complete the game cuz it does not take close I could sit here and beat it now in your house
1: I don't mm. want to see that I don't care I'm about skyrimed out <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's about time
1: <laughs> I haven't even I haven't even booted up no uh, it will
2: not take you very long to beat the main campaign at all
1: I could have swore 40 hours
2: no <laughs> <clears throat> no although I do remember back when oblivion came out I was talking that's unsanitary mark I was talking uh no you brought it out stop to- it you brought it out to Mike's you brought your Xbox 360 you brought oblivion we carried the TV out to the garage yeah we were playing it and I was playing for six years debating what race I wanted to be I settled on Ragonian but uh, I'm like well this this main dungeon so stupid it's hard because the tutorial I couldn't figure it out because I was a fucking kid and you're like nope nope you're almost there you guys are just BSing about whatever not even giving a shit about what I'm doing I'm like god how much longer is this game and Mark you were like this uh, force this is the kind of game where you could spend 15 hours in a single level <coughs> like, you're full of shit well you were full of shit but that game is fucking huge
0: yeah yeah they're pretty big I don't know if I told
2: you Thank 15 you. hours but you, you said 15 hours you were exaggerating
1: well, I mean, I do remember taking out there, and we turned the lights out, and you were in the cave, and you had the torch out, and I thought the game was kind of cool, Uh huh. but that was as far as, I was like, eh, that's kind of neat, but I didn't give a
2: fuck. I actually enjoy Oblivion a lot more than Skyrim, because it's colorful, there's just more shit you can do. Uh, The quests Did in The Daedric Skyrim,
0: ruins mean more?
2: Kind of, yeah, because the whole yeah. game's about the Daedra. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, <clears throat> damn it, what's... He has the dagger. Yeah, In Skyrim, May runes. Yeah, Dagon. Yeah. Mayruns, Dagon. Dagon. The most disappointing final boss fight ever because you go to the main town square or circle, <laughs> whatever. He is there. He is fucking yeah, he's seventy giant. foot tall. Yeah, forearms bashing the shit out of people. You, you you can't run up to him because he'll kill you. So you have to run into this other room, and then Jason Isaac sacrifices himself, and yep. then you see him turn into a dragon. Yeah, and then the dragon fights the the devil guy, and then and then the dragon turns to stone, but then. I don't like it. Patrick Tal- Stewart's in it, it for ten it minutes. It was Talos, right? No, it was uh,
1: Akatosh. Akatosh, I mean the guy that turns into.
2: No, no, that's not Talos. You, Talos isn't in any of the games. He he, his thing takes place before the games.
1: Right. Okay. And he's a, he's a Skyrim. He's a Nord figure, not
2: yeah, not Imperial.
1: Right. So the Nords worship him as a god. <clears throat> but the Imperials well, are like, every, Kalos
2: is not a god. Everybody does. It, it's complicated lore bullshit. Everybody knows that he is a god, except the elves. The high elves are like, nope, you can't worship him because he's human, and because we don't have a god representative, you're not allowed to have one. Right, I got so you. So they're being pissy. Okay. And to any elves who are listening, fuck you! <laughs>
3: any elves! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Most of them probably have taken an arrow to the knee, so you're, yeah, you should be Yeah, they don't measure
1: anymore. <laughs> they don't go anywhere near temples anymore.
2: To any uh, uh, Khajiits out there, I am looking for companionship. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a young male Nord.
3: <laughs> I have
1: I have read the uh, Lustful Argonian many times. <laughs> it is my favorite nonfiction <laughs> story. <laughs> I bought a. I oh, bought will make
2: it non-fiction, baby.
1: I bought a signed copy at the Barb and the Bee in <laughs> Rifton.
2: <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, I'm done with Skyrim. You're fine. No, but you know <laughs> Skyrim quests are like, hey, we need to go collect this thing and then give it to this other guy, and then you go collect a thing and give it to the other guy? Well, in Oblivion... If you were told to go collect a thing and give it to another guy, that other guy's invisible. You have to find the cure for him, and it turns out he was a vampire, and he's trying to kill you. Everything in Oblivion has a twist to it.
1: Okay, that's kind of cool. Well, maybe that's because Skyrim, at least story-wise, is so much bigger. That's why it's more straightforward. Go to A to B. You're done. Collect your XP. Move on.
2: Oblivion's campaign is much longer. Is it? That's the one that will take you 40 hours. Huh. Because it requires you to delve into hell a million fucking times.
1: I'm I'm talking about total gameplay hours.
2: Oh, no, no, Skyrim is bigger.
1: Yeah, because I remember it was, at launch, it was 300-some hours. And I remember saying the same thing, going, 300 hours of gameplay, how will I ever fucking do that?
2: Like, if I recall correctly, the map size is the same, 16 square miles, but I'm pretty sure there's more to do in Skyrim.
1: Right. I know that Morrowind is bigger than any of them. By yeah, it's like
2: 32 fucking miles. Yeah,
1: it's fucking huge. There's a... Um, <clears throat> you can beat Morrowind's main quest within minutes.
0: Yeah, if you... If the you, g- flying
1: glitch. Yeah. yeah. The boots you or whatever. The, you get the the, the jumping spell, the scroll, and you go buy magic and hell stuff, you he just <laughs> jump to the final boss
2: and beat his ass with a stick, and you're like, game over. <laughs> it's amazing. My only experience with Morrowind was on the Xbox version. Uh, I immediately ran to... What I didn't realize was an ebony (coughs) mine, saw how valuable it was, collected all the ebony I could find, and you can't move if you're encumbered in that game. Right. And I was a little pissed because I had to carry like two pounds of it at a time, Uh fast travel, go back. Actually, I didn't think there was fast travel in that one.
1: I don't know if there was either. I don't know. With that large of a fucking map, there'd have to be fast travel. I can't remember. Anyway, there's a team of otters. They've been doing this for years but they've been updating Morrowind, like rebuilding Mm -hmm. it from the ground up.
2: They do that with all Bethesda games. They've been doing that with Fallout 3 and New Vegas. New Vegas is about to have two huge patches, one of which is going to expand the entire game substantially. Okay. uh, Adding huge new factions and new quests. It's not an official Mm -hmm. thing. But uh, also someone has taken the time to redo all of Fallout New Vegas in the Fallout 4 and 76 engine. Okay. And they're going to release that, I think, later this year.
1: We jumped on Fallout seventy six. Was it last weekend? You poor. Yeah, you and Nathan souls. did. Nathan and I jumped on it. We were on there for <clears throat>
0: three minutes. I I, walked, I was. I thought about, and I was just like, no, there's not a chance. I'm gonna f- even give them the, the acknowledgement died. that somebody has logged into their server. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: my buddy Harold can't get enough of them. He's Fallout uh, fanboy to the core, but it's not a good game. I knew it wasn't going to be, why don't you people listen to me? I'm not crazy. You're crazy.
1: You're all doomed. We played it for a while, and it was all right. But once we got yeah. to a certain point, okay, how can I put it? The newness of the game
3: mm-hmm.
1: made it interesting. But once once that first uh, the, initial- The new car smell wore off. Yeah. Once the, once the new-
0: yeah Then no, you we, realized it smelled like assholes and lemons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Then you, you couldn't- Do your Lemon Law purchase, because fucking Randy Pitchford.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You talk about New Vegas Oblivion or Oblivion Obsidian made New Vegas. Yes, and that is the reason why we have the Outer Worlds. Yes, they are very good at those games, which I still haven't. I haven't finished. I didn't either. I got. I started to get decently far at it but I lost Steam on it for some reason.
2: I was afraid that was going to happen because it, it, it kind of looked like the, that kind of game. It's good, though. Like No,
0: the, it, it really it, is good. It didn't make me lose Steam because of anything dull. Like I've got a life that sometimes I can't sit down and give a game like that full attention like you I should. You have
1: definitely a much busier life. Than, He's than so much busier do. than us. It drives me crazy just thinking about it.
0: But now with Xbox uh, streaming, cloud streaming, and then yeah. I can stream to my phone now... When I go to bed for 30, 40 minutes, Mm-mm. I can click, connect my Bluetooth headphones and my controller to my phone, and right there from my bed, I'll be able to play and maybe I can get some shit done from now on.
1: Right, play a little bit. Yeah. They don't. I mean, it's just like a lot of people exercising just 30 minutes a day, because there'll be times where Mark might not get on for a couple weeks because he's busy doing shit. He's got a fucking family to take care of, you know. And then you got me. I'm single, but I've got a gamer kid.
2: Well, I'm over here building fucking custom Doom levels at work, at work
0: spending years and months. We're and such weeks.
1: fucking losers.
2: <laughs> I, know. I don't even care. <laughs>
1: <coughs> nah, it's your life, man. Do what you want with it.
0: Well, Here's if we ever my love. if we could ever get to a point where this is a uh, sustainable good. It, yeah,
1: if this becomes a self sustaining business, then you could make we could make videos, we could make content based on you building Doom maps.
2: I have considered, I've really thought. Well, about... Well remember,
1: you made the vulnerable. you made the your one map and then had me play it.
2: Yeah, you enjoyed it pretty well.
1: Well, and the first thing I did was, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate PC controls. Yeah. It, and then not more than six minutes into it, I pretty much got them figured out. Yeah. And then I'm just playing, <laughs> and I was like, that was a pretty good level. That was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> and you're like, it was simple. I'm just trying out the basics, trying to figure it out. It was a straight line. And then you and then you went into the difficulty settings, and then you set it up to what was the highest difficulty?
2: Uh, Night- I, I, don't, I never play on Nightmare, but I put it on uh, Ultra well, violence.
1: You went into Ultraviolence and then showed me from the creator section. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, there wasn't half the enemies that
2: I fought. Yeah, you, you you fought the bare bitch amount of enemies. Yeah, I fought the, <laughs> the bare
1: minimum. <coughs> but I thought it was really cool that you could go through and build a Doom map from scratch just like that <clears throat> and then play it.
2: Now I've done three regular maps and two boss levels.
1: And it's it's cool too because it's, it's simple Doom. I mean, because I know...
2: Yes, that's why I'm starting with Doom because I, I would like to move. Next, I would like to try and advance into like Quake or something that's real 3D because Doom is not a real 3D game. Right. I gotcha.
1: Well, Mm. it just reminds me because you had made maps on uh, Doom 2016 Mm -hmm. on the map maker. I made a couple maps just to try it out. I was like, oh, this is neat. But it's never pulled me back in.
2: Yeah. Mm. Snap map is the only reason I play Doom 2016 anymore. The campaign was fun. Snap
1: map, that's what it's called. I couldn't remember the
2: Yeah, Doom 2016 is a lot of fun and and I it deserves all the praise it gets. I jump. It's in, just not that great to me. The campaign, I jump
1: into it every once in a while. If if there's something I'm just not feeling, I'll be like, let's fucking slay some demons. Just just pick a level for my
2: my my problem. Menu. I want to do that more often. I really do want to play it more. The problem is I can't update it, so I'm stuck on version zero zero one, which is buggy and crashes constantly.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Well, that sucks. It That's, does
2: suck, but it's. It, yeah, I still got through the main campaign. That was worth it.
0: Was it a doom? <coughs> did it doom you into your campaign? Did you see what I did there? That joke's an STD. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody has it now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Anyone
1: here? Oh, man. And there's no cure. Yeah. Don't worry. There's no symptoms either. You just have it. It's just a thing. <laughs> uh, what it's, was the. Sorry. Was it hardcore doom? Brutal Doom Brutal Doom oh my god your unarmed character flips the bird yeah that sold me on it right there I know it's a Doom mod or is it a Doom mod or is it its own
2: it's a Doom mod okay yeah uh, there's a few made by the same guy named Sergeant something no it's fucking awesome Brutal Doom is great it beefs up Mm -hmm. it it beefs the graphics up quite a bit uh all the enemies do more damage your weapons are completely reskinned they're all like tactical black now your pistol's a machine gun now Oh, okay uh everything explodes you can do fatalities gore gore kills
1: oh that's awesome
2: everything it's doom 2016 in the original doom right you could see as soon as you saw the trailer you could see them pulling inspiration from brutal doom right that's cool yes yeah because
1: you told me about that and then you were the guy that showed me the videos (coughs) Which is pretty amazing.
2: He even completely redid the entire uh, Icon of Sin fight. Yep. Icon of Sin is no longer a static wall image. Icon of Sin is now a fucking 200-foot-tall kaiju demon monster. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome, because all he does is (laughs) throw him the goddamn bird the whole time. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, what the shit is this? And then he was
1: going through in Berserker mode, just punching everything. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Berserker mode's my favorite. Agreed. In all of them, even in Doom three, Doom twenty sixteen,
2: Doom three,
1: love it. Love just mauling them to pieces with your bare hands, <laughs>
2: ripping them in half. Do you have Do you have uh,
0: Doom Eternal pre ordered?
2: Believe it or not, I do not because I've already played Metroid Prime. <laughs> You don't want Doomguy. Watch the gameplay. It is Metroid Prime <laughs> to the max. Really? You have to collect power-ups to progress because it's now a fully open-world environment. Uh, and you have you have a space station. Doomguy has a space station uh-huh. that he goes through a portal and ends up in certain zones. And then you have to... Uh, it's it's Metroid Prime. I played that already. I see.
0: <clears throat> I was going to tell you about it being only 49 bucks on Amazon, but okay. Okay. You're more
2: you're more excited for Doom 64 being ported. Which is kind of depressing.
0: No, no, it's perfectly
2: and, fine. And, and keep in mind, that does not mean I'm against Doom Eternal in any way. But I've already played Metroid Prime. <laughs> I can understand that. Even though that is my, that's probably my favorite kind of game where you have to explore and use power-ups to progress. Have you seen some of the shit you can do in Doom Eternal, though? Uh-uh. To, to nerd out for a minute, there is some cool shit. You get like a scorpion spear with your double-barrel shotgun... You shoot a spear, latches onto him, pulls you towards them, and you can shotgun him in the fucking face.
1: Okay.
0: What get about shotgunning him anywhere else? Huh? You can't shoot shotgun him anywhere else? It just like, has to be like in the, the face? Knee. It has to be the
2: face.
1: Do you have... Well,
0: yeah,
2: they're zombies, duh.
1: Do you have arrows? Can you shoot him in the knee?
2: Um, you do have arrows, but they're tech arrows, and they explode on impact. Wait, oh, are they zombies,
0: it. or is this hell on earth? A little of both. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
2: Well, see, okay... But you go to like weird Mayan ancient runes and shit.
0: But it
1: here's the here's the issue I have with it. And I'm just it's single player campaign. What about it? Single player campaigns just don't enthrall me anymore. Oh, you mean it? Just me personally. It may be co op. I don't know. That would be cool. I'd be more likely, more opt apt to Probably play. Probably not
2: it. since it's an open world game.
1: But it, I mean, it's also Dune.
2: So. Doom.
0: It's no Division or anything. <laughs>
2: we've, been, we've been playing Division because Division 2 went on sale. Well, that's fine. I'm sure it's better than Rainbow Six Siege. Not really, mm. but it's different. <laughs> we Look,
1: we played Siege hardcore every weekend for like six months. Like, that's all we I fucking know. played.
2: I, I do enjoy watching guys play Siege, but my problem is there's too much... UI shit on the screen. I, I can't follow it.
1: I mean, once again, every game is not for every person, and yeah. that's perfectly fine.
2: But it looks fun. That's the worst part. So I'm like, just tweak it. A it little is bit. fun.
1: It is fun until you come up against like a yeah the fucking semi pro team.
2: They're not semi pro. They're AI
0: playing as humans. No, no they're, there's. They're, these fuckers are on another level. I mean, mm-hmm. they've, they've they got play their con- shit. They play yeah. constantly. They- right, he's in this room. Everybody, move to this position and this position. And oh, we'll okay, act okay. like a fucking team. Well, yeah.
1: we, we, we don't know what they're saying, but yeah. like the defending team has access to cameras, and you know mm-hmm. you're going up against good people when before you ever see them, the cameras go out.
2: That's the thing. I only ever see you guys play as the attackers. I've the only time you ever play as defenders is when the game forces you to. Why is that?
1: Well, the game does that on purpose. There's You take turns. No, I know
2: that, but you guys always start as the attackers, at least from oh. what I've seen.
0: We've started as defenders before.
1: Well,
2: I understand what you're saying.
1: Most times, ta- yes, I would say 80% of the time we end up being attackers. Don't know why. I think it's randomized. It's just our luck.
2: That's pretty shitty luck because defending looks a lot more fun. <sighs> and, and the people you play as are... Dude, fucking Mute is my man. I love Mute's Mute.
1: Mute's pretty cool. There's so many mm. good characters. I was um, such a
2: nerd. I made him look through all the birthdays of all the characters. Yes, he did.
1: And he's like, Scorpio, Taurus, Aries, Sagittarius, Sagittarius, Scorpio, Ares. I'm like, how do you fucking know these dates so fast?
2: I had a boring high school. Um, A lot of them have the exact same birthdays. Like, there's three people with May 11th as a birthday. There's like five <coughs> people with fucking June 7th as a birthday. Like... There's more days than those, people.
1: But, I mean, basically, and we do, there's also a, an AI mode where you're AI terrorists.
2: That is the kind of mode that I would play.
1: And that's what we started at mm-hmm. because we didn't want to get our ass kicked multiplayer.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> but then we started moving to multiplayer. We started getting better at it. We started winning. And then I don't know if the game will match you up with equal players. Like It, it doesn't seem like it from what I've no, seen. No, no. And... Every video game online has a culture. Um, a lot of games that I play have a culture of help. They're like, yeah, man, what do you need help with? What do you need to learn? Rainbow Six isn't like that. It's kill or be killed. Mm-hmm. The It's an elitist mentality. And, okay, good example is... Is that elitism <coughs> dangerous? That that game, it has a big PvP uh, kind of falling, but... I most, it. I'm sorry, that's It's fine. But I'm just saying, most people online that play that, uh-huh. I'm on a couple pages for Facebook, which I never get on anymore. But they're on there, and they're like, hey, man, anybody need new tips, tricks, the new updates out? Do you need help? So there's a big community of helpers, and then there's kind of a PvP community mm-hmm. with a few snipers just being dicks.
2: And that, that's what I like. My favorite thing in Dark Souls, when I could play online, wasn't invading people. I don't... When I'm playing the campaign, I don't want to get fucking invaded and gang-raped. Right. I want to help someone beat the boss. Right. Because the bosses are bullshit. Until they
1: pull a video game donkey and he's like, no, 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 you're bringing him close. What you have to do is lay down. And then he <laughs> and then he has the people come help him beat the boss for him. I do not know how he beat Vort
2: that way. It, it, it
3: cannot
1: be done. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been running mods. He was playing PC. That's possible. Just Well, I'm almost positive he's using mods because there's a part where the dragons come down and then they freeze. And then he walks right past them. So he just to make the video more interesting, he could have been modding.
2: If that's Dark Souls one, there was a glitch that that happened in.
1: No, it was a uh, Dark Souls three.
2: Okay, I'd have to watch it again. I haven't seen it. Since yeah, it's it came fine.
1: Around. Dunk Souls, he calls it.
2: <laughs> thank you, Dark Souls. Thank
1: you, Dark. Every time he fucking dies, thank you, Dark. Souls. Even if it's
2: not in fucking Dark Souls, just yeah.
1: Any, like, <laughs> any fucking game, Mario Kart. He he's flight. like, thank you, Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> No, I completely lost my fucking train of thought. I'm sorry. We derailed. Yeah, we... So
0: is this podcast. So uh, is Megadeth. We're way off the fucking tracks. Yeah, it's true. You guys have anything you want to add to end this episode? Yeah, GamerDA1 at, on Twitter. Nice. Oh, yeah. We are podcasts
1: Gamer- at GamerDA.com. Gamer Discretion advised on Facebook. Good times.